Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. What's going on, Colts Nation? I'm Lawrence Owen, back with Gerard Powers and Rodney McLeod with Believe in Colts, and today we are going to go over oh, the utter disappointment and the loss this past Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Colts walk into this game. At one point, they were more than seven-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. It was ridiculous. No one gave the Colts a chance in this game. And to be honest, the Indianapolis Colts led this game for the first 97% of the game. 97%. So it was an utter disappointment to fans, players, coaches, everybody who were rooting for the Colts um, when Jalen Hurts took that little scamper there at the very end to get that score, and then Matt Ryan wasn't able to answer with the rest of the offense with what about a minute and a half and a timeout left. And um it it sucks. But uh Gerard, your overall thoughts about the game uh this past Sunday? Uh just effort wise. Effort wise it seems like, you know, everybody was locked in. I mean it seems um you know, guys was out there trying to do, you know, their job and their responsibility. And when you got two of the you know, better defenses in the NFL battling versus each other. Obviously, um, you know, it was going to be one of those close, low-scoring, defensive-type games. I thought the defense, you know, it's the, it's the same old story with the defense. You know, every week I think they're, you know, doing doing their part of it. Still not enough because obviously you want to finish with a W, and I'm pretty sure that's the same message as begin, uh, you know, going around locker room, coaches, you know, even though we're playing well, you know, we got to find ways to win, you know, at the end. But uh, and then you look on it from Philly side defensively. Uh, I thought J- I thought JT uh, running the ball. I mean, even though he didn't go over 100 yards or anything, but it was very effective. I like the fact that Jeff Saturday is going to stick with the run regardless and uh, because that's just who we are. Um, you would hope that we could have got more explosives on offense, but again, you're talking about one of the top defenses in the league in Philly, and you know they haven't been giving up explosives or any big plays like that all year. So, you know, it came down to – you know, like Rodney was alluding to um, a couple pods ago, it's just what defense was going to break or what defense is going to make the play or, or whatever the case may be. And uh, Philly did a good job in scheming up some of those, you know, QB draws and um, QB runs at the end of the game, man. And, uh, I mean, it hurts. I know Rodney hurt. I've been in games like that to where you just felt like, you know, you've done everything possible. You played great, and then you look up at the end and you lost. I remember we played Seattle when I was in Arizona, and we sacked them like nine times had two picks and all that and then you look up at the end of the game and you lose uh so it happens but um I mean I, I was I was pleased with the effort though um you know guys just laying it all out there offensive line look a little bit better um but overall as a team I do think we look better than we did you know a couple weeks ago last week you know and all those type of things Rodney what were your overall thoughts yeah man uh it's no, this one hurt, of course, uh, for many different reasons. But, um, you know, to dominate or have control of the game for majority uh, up until that, that fourth quarter mark with a uh, couple minutes remaining, it, it you know, it sucks, you know, just to know how hard we fought. Um, 
And, you know, like you guys said, the effort, the level of effort, the passion, uh, the fight that we had, the determination, you know, I think all those things showed, uh, you know, just speaking from a, a defensive standpoint, I feel like, you know, we, you know, we put on display like why we're one of the best, but we also in that, in that moment, that closing moment, you know, we have to seal the game. We had to find a way to, um, you know, find a way to get them off the field, to stop them. I mean, it, it's two, it's two great teams going at it, to be honest. And so uh, it's just unfortunate that we didn't come away with the victory. Um, and, you know, you got to live with it. Uh, you can't, can't, you know, continue to uh, dwell on, on what happened. You, you have to move on. But, you know, this one I feel like we, we kind of let slip away. Uh, like uh, just didn't capitalize on, on enough opportunities. Yeah, I completely understand, Rodney. But like I said, there was, uh, you know, the betting line had the Eagles winning. And, and you know, I've I, I seen some betting lines where it was almost at plus 10 earlier in the week. But if you want to bet, bet online remains your number one source for all your spending, betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. As your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. Rodney, I would like to. There'll be a uh, my first couple questions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get your uh, insight on what you saw on us on a couple certain plays, and one of them that I was watching as I was going through the uh, the All 22 last night was that tight end screen that you read right off the bat and got that beautiful tackle right in the backfield before the offensive lineman even came out. To make the blocks, you went right to your designated point and made that tackle before he ever got back to the line of scrimmage. What was you seeing on that play? Yeah, I think you're talking about the running back screen. Yeah, I'm um, sorry, running like back third. screen. Yeah. yeah, it was like third and ten. Uh, really, just you know, doing my job. To be honest, uh, on that play, uh, a couple of us are kind of working together. Then we had a pressure on. So, uh, is everybody just being where they need to be? Uh, great communication. Uh, as you know, I think uh, AJ Brown started the motion down. So me in the corner are working and then uh, I'm passing it off to the linebacker, end up in the right spot, uh, locate the, the running back. And at that point, you know, I, I see the lineman and I'm like, okay, I got a trigger. And so I uh, got a little bit of assist from Z uh, as he's, as he was uh, on his path to the quarterback. And it just worked beautifully, man. That's that's one thing. It's complimentary football. Everybody doing their job at the right time. And, you know, I was there to obviously be able to make a huge play for our defense uh, on, a, on a key third down stop. And I think after that, they tried to go for it on fourth down. So, uh, man, we – I mean, we, we, we uh, answered the call, man. We answered the bell multiple times throughout that game. Uh, like I said, I, I was very pleased with how we uh, won the level of preparation throughout the week. Uh, that we had our focus was good uh we were up for the challenge you know particularly in the back end knowing uh what type of receivers we were dealing with um the type of quarterback and 
man, everybody, everybody like from, you know, every position that touched that field uh, played a part and in, in us being able to have such a, I, I would say dominant uh, performance, you know, until, you know, that, that end, the closing moments, but yeah, that's kind of what happened on that play, man. And yeah, it was, it was a huge play. I was, I was hyped too. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. Rodney, the, <clears throat> the question I got for you uh, really don't pertain to the game, but I did see a tweet where you and Darius Slay kind of exchanged uh, a few words and uh, Slay talked about the foundation that you set as a leader and how it made his job easier. And uh, b- basically was just giving your flowers, uh, which I know when it comes from your peers as a player, it's like the most rewarding uh, feeling or the most rewarding type compliment you can get from someone. Uh, can you just talk about you and Slay's relationship a little bit and really what he meant about that tweet? Because uh, I know y'all can go into details about some of the things uh, leadership wise that you set, you know, for those guys in Philly. Yeah, man, uh, it's just uh two you know great competitors just showing each other respect and and love man and that's somebody that i had the opportunity to play with for their uh for two years uh there in philadelphia bringing him over uh just being able to see him work you know up close and personal uh was was uh phenomenal uh to see you know his competitiveness uh, but also his work ethic and what makes him one of the best and so you could do nothing but respect that and then what type of teammate and 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 uh that he was uh, inside that locker room, you know, everybody would tell you, man, he has a great personality, somebody that can just light up a room and always joking, uh, but has a quick switch. You know, once we hit that field, it, it's up, you know, for Slay and he's trying to prove why he's one of the best. And I had the the um, the opportunity to witness that uh, uh, for, like I said, two years there. Uh, and there's no reason why he was elected a captain, man. So for me, you know, it was it was a re- big reunion being able to see all those guys there uh, knowing that, you know, we have a lot of history together. Uh, we've been through a lot, man. Some, some guys, we won a championship over there. Uh, others, man, we had some tough seasons, but w- we made it out um, and persevered. And I think, you know, that's what he's really speaking to is that that leadership, that culture that was set there uh, way before I got there, to be honest, you know, I, I just had the opportunity to make sure that, um, you know, I will continue to to uh, pass pass the torch on to me, and I'm going to continue to uh, make sure that that culture is in place and that people understand, you know, what they're getting themselves into when they enter that building. So uh, I've now passed it on to to Slay and uh, the rest of those guys to uh, you know continue to do what they do best, man, and and wishing them nothing but the best. And it was good to be able to just line it up, compete against them. We talking trash on the sidelines uh, throughout the game, of course. But at the end of the day, it's all love and it's in this family. Absolutely. Let's um, break down that play. All right. And I think all three of us know what play I'm talking about. What did you see from the safety position as you was watching and that hole opened up for for Hertz to take off? That That hole was so big that you could have drove a semi that that holds you know like a trailer you know, not just a regular trailer but like a house behind it you know it was a massive hole yeah. what happened on that play that that you saw it was a great play call to be honest they actually ran it in the first half and i think i actually ended up making the tackle the first time on it believe it or not mm-hmm. um and i and after the play i i thought to myself like did they just lead up with the running back 
because uh, it's a, it's a three by one formation gone far and it was unexpected and i think in that moment even third and eight game on the line i think i was saying in the huddle I, I don't really expect them to try to gain all of this back in one play knowing that you know they're ultimately going to go for it on fourth down uh, we talked about it throughout the week that they, they want to run it in uh they they are um uh, heavy uh run team when it comes down to the red zone just because of the qb factor the offensive line and great uh running backs that they have uh there's no real need to throw the ball right when you when you have those uh sorts of players but i did not expect them to go back to the draw and put the hand put the, the game in uh jalen Hurts' hands you know multiple times fourth and two they run it with them yeah. uh empty is a little different you know they they have a high tendency of, of draw but you know, third and eight, three by one set. You're not really thinking they're going to no. come back with a QB yeah. run, to no, be honest not, with yeah. you. And they still had a threat to pass the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look on that play, there's like a stick out by number three to the front side, back side. Smith is, you know, running the corner off. Um, and, you know, we were disguising a little bit. And so, man, they, they doubt up a great play. You got to tip your hat to, to Sirianni on that. And Shane and, and those guys, it was a chess match, man, all day between him and Gus Bradley. And, um, you know, they they got us on that one. Um, the other question, football-related, I do got for you is sometimes as players, uh, you know how a coach always says there's always five to seven plays in a game that determines the game. And then individually as a player, you remember all your plays that you're like, man, I wish I could have done this or I wish I could have done that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm watching the offense and the, uh, I remember the deep pass that Parrish caught on the, on the sideline and he stayed on his feet. And I was just like, man, if he could have scored a touchdown right there, because I want to say we end up kicking three or, or yeah. maybe yeah, right something happened right five, there. Yeah, and I was just goal. like, man, if we make a touchdown right there, we're up it's pretty much 20. Game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much game. So is there any like one play individually that you can think about yourself that you was involved in that you're like, man, if I would have just jumped this or if I would have just trusted this and made that play? Is there a play out there? Uh, man, I, I, I mean, I, I probably would say maybe on that final drive, just uh, final maybe one. that maybe that fourth and two play, just knowing it's empty. Uh, my responsibility was on the slot. But like you said, just tapping back in like, man, their high tendency draw team is fourth and two. Right. Maybe I could have got there a step closer because uh, I think me and Z made made the hit on him, you know, and he gained he, he got what, three forward. yards. Yeah. He fell forward yeah. for three. Forward. So, you know, I think if I react a little faster, I like myself being able to at least meet him at the line of scrimmage or in the backfield. And, you know, we're in a different situation. You know, now we mm-hmm. I'm celebrating going crazy and, and, and you know, we're going to win that game. So that's probably a, a player I would love to have back uh, just probably just going back to believing what I see Tennessee's what they what I've seen all week uh, and really applying it you know how it goes man you got a split second to think uh, and try to uh, assess what's going on and that's what not too many people understand about the game and and us as players like you got to respect that when when you see a play that you repped all week and then that moment, that light bulb comes off in your head and you trigger, you make it and people don't know where it's coming from. But, you know, that goes back to just film study and, and, and your practice yep. preparation. Yeah. So 
for those of you watching who don't know, uh, Rodney McLeod went to Virginia. There was a, an issue that happened. Yeah, you you had some cleats. Uh, I saw uh, for for this. I would like to give this a moment. Uh, you sit down, talk, but give your thoughts about the entire situation. Yeah, I mean, it was a it's a tragedy, man. What what transpired uh, down in my UVA campus. Uh, my heart goes out to, of course, my UVA uh, family, all the alum and uh, football family there for you know what they've uh, had to endure over this past week. But more importantly, the families, you know, who lost, you know, three loved ones. Uh, you know, you as a parent, you never um, expect this to to happen, right? You send your son or or your uh, daughter to school for an education for them to fulfill their athletic dreams and uh that was all taken in a matter of seconds you know last week and so you know for me i just wanted to make sure that i honored uh those three men uh three young men um they're my cliques uh wore a t-shirt too in warm-ups and just wanted to recognize them and bring awareness to uh what what happened uh knowing you know everything i've been hearing you know they were amazing uh young men uh with such a bright future ahead of them and so it was all taken away too soon and i think it really speaks to uh the issues that are really plaguing a lot of our uh communities you know specifically uh people of color is you know gun violence man and with this younger generation and just really you know want to find a way to uh you know, change their mindsets, uh, change uh, their decision making, uh, because it, it ultimately impacts, you know, two two individuals. Uh, normally, the person who pulls the trigger is in their life. Right. And, you know, their lives would never be the same. And of course, uh, the victims uh, for for many, you know, the this this just touched our campus but this has been going on uh for you know some time and you see these uh very traumatic videos on on social media and we can't become it, it can't become a norm mm-hmm. um we can't become numb to it and so uh we have to figure out ways to change policy change laws uh and also make sure that we provide we're getting uh people the right uh support and help Um, you know, to the man who, you know, chose to make that decision of violence, you know, you have to ask yourself, is this a, you know, were there signs leading up to this, you know, mental health or any other issues going on that could have prevented this from, from happening. So, you know, us as, as friends, man, just check in with your loved ones, uh, make sure they're doing okay. Don't ignore the signs, you know, make sure you, you get them help and you, you wrap your arms around them and get them support that they need too. So, uh, it's a it's a tough time, man. And I saw we also canceled our our game this week. You know, I'm sure a, um, a lot of those guys in the locker room are having a tough time, as well as coaches. You know, it's a, it's a real tight knit family, and and uh, my heart goes out to to everyone that's involved. Gerard, anything? Uh, no, nah, that's a that's a tough situation, man. Um, uh, I I kind of followed the story and read up on the story, but me personally, I just hate seeing stuff like that that's happening, especially at um, when you're talking about school. You know, your your kids being at school. You know, I got three sons, so uh, I mean that's it's it's a tragedy. My thoughts and prayers are definitely out with the UVA family, and it seems like all of the college world 
is definitely, um, you know, in support of the UVA family because even uh, I know my school, Auburn University, they wore decals uh, this past week and in, in, in to show support uh, to Virginia. So, I mean, it's just a tragedy. It's a lot going on in this world. A lot of things happening, a lot of negative stuff happening. And uh, I mean, at some point, you know, one of these tragic situations is going to be the one that change our world and make everybody have to do better. And uh, and even though I know this is hard to deal with for the UVA family, you know, hopefully we can get some some positive uh, things going and trying to prevent these type of things of happening in the future, uh, because, you know, our youth is our future. I mean, these kids have their whole lives to live. So to see it end so abruptly and so violently, uh, that's why sometimes I have to do take a break from social media, from Instagram, Twitter and all those things. Because uh, like Rodney said, I mean, it's just videos, you know, just posted to where you're forced to see, you know, these tragic events. And uh, a lot of people have become, you know, numb to it, you know, almost. I mean, I even I catch myself strolling past certain stuff to where, you know, that's not normal. You know, we're talking about tragic events. So uh definitely prayers uh going out to those guys because i couldn't i couldn't even imagine you know what some of those families are, are going through at the moment absolutely i yeah. wholeheartedly well guys i think we're gonna go ahead and on on that topic we're probably going to end this uh, real quick gerard rodney do either of you guys have any foundations that you support that you would like to kind of mention before we we end this 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 show uh, well, my fa my foundation is called Team Freeze. Uh, we got established around 2009. Um, we we help families that's in need of immediate help uh, all across, you know, really North Alabama, where I'm from, but really all across the state of Alabama. Uh, we're in the school system, mentoring programs. Uh, you know, we, we got a lot of things that we kind of involved with, but you know, we're we're basically the resource in our communities for any families that's in need of immediate immediate help, which, you know, bills, furniture, uh, you know, disasters, whatever the case may be. Uh, we we, we want to be that voice or, or those people in our uh, communities that, you know, you ain't got to fill out grants or uh, do all these things that take time and getting help. You know, we're, we're, we're there for the immediate help. So uh, teamfreeze.org is the website. Uh, you can go there and all the info is on there. Rodney? I, lo I love that. Uh, my wife and I, we have our organization uh, called Change Our Future that we started in uh, 2020. So it's a youth development organization uh, focused on mentorship, uh, leadership, um, diversity and inclusion. Uh, and so another civic engagement uh, work as well. Uh, we just finished some turkey drives. Uh, we actually have one today uh, out here in Indianapolis. So we're excited about that. And yeah, we do a lot of work in Philly, uh, PG County, where I'm from, and then, you know, now uh, doing a few things in Indianapolis. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, Wait, you from to... PG County? Yeah. PG County. Hey, basketball world over there, you PG know County. <laughs> you know it. You know it. Yes, sir. Uh, is there a place where they could donate? Uh, changeourfuture.org. You can go there to see uh, our programs, um, any initiatives that we have coming up, uh, and yeah, more information about what we're doing in the community. Awesome. Those are great causes by both of you that uh, you guys have going. Appreciate you sharing the information. 
I think that's going to do it for this show. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, for myself, Gerard Powers, Rodney McLeod, this was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.